Will you stand with me as we honor the Lord in the reading of His Word? I'll be in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Colossians chapter 3, starting in verse 1, says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you, in, you yourselves are to put off all of, these, all of these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds. And you have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, Even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. In whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Father, we thank You for Your Word today. We pray that we remember that what we do is focusing on eternal things and not on the temporal. Father, we're so thankful for what You enabled us to do this past year, and we look forward to what's to come in this new year. As long as you give us breath, Father, give us uh, fervor for your word. Give us excitement to spend time alone with you. Show us where we've wronged others and where we need to improve on different things in our lives that we might be better servants of yours. Let us be humble before you and before others. Father, we're thankful for the work that you enabled us to do here at Concord. and We pray, Lord, that we can encourage each other, train each other, and receive training do even more in the year to come. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated. So before we do the Lord's Supper, uh, I try to do a year-end review, and here it is, the last Sunday and the last day of the year, and we'll do a 2017 in review, and, and uh, I apologize, I know I've missed some pictures. I know I've missed some events. 
But I've got 40-something pictures up here, and I guarantee you I'm going to comment on most of them. So later on, you'll be thankful that I didn't include uh, little Johnny or little Sally or that thing that you did. Uh, so I apologize if I didn't, I didn't try to offend anybody. So we're, we're trying, to get a, trying to get a sampling of what we did this last year. So let's look at a few of these. So we read that. Um, Christy took this picture. I don't know if you can see it very well. But that's awesome, the way the sun was coming through those clouds right in front of the church. Do you remember when that was, honey, when you took that picture? Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, she got a new camera a year or so ago and has been playing with it and uh, coming up with some really good pictures. So we're going to start off at ministry at our address here. And what you see is uh, some of our ladies downstairs before a vacation Bible school event. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but whenever we do a big event here at church, most of us participate, whether it's physically like this, uh, in prayer, financially, we'll bring up a big thing of water or some snacks or whatever like that, but most of the people in our church participate. Uh, And Corey, amen, we need to be a participating church. Um, And I say all the time, when do we quit working for Jesus? You guys know, what's the answer? When we die, when we quit, more specifically, I think Barbara got it right, when we quit sucking wind, right? Whenever we stop breathing, then you can quit working for Jesus. But until then, there's a place for you here at Concord doing things. And if it's sitting at a table, taking registration, we can do that, right? We can do that. If we can't do that, we can pray at home, can't we? We can give. There's something for us here at Concord, and I praise the Lord for that. I would hope that I would never hear somebody say, well, there's just nothing for me here. I just can't do anything here. Uh, and I, to be honest with you, if that's the case, come talk to me. Right? There is something here for you. Uh, let's go to the next one. Here's some more vacation Bible school with our kids. Who doesn't like to see the kids up singing and quoting Bible verses and doing all that sort of thing, right? Raise your hand if you hate that. Let's just put you on the spot, right? That's the best way to do it. Everybody loves that. But do you know what this, it takes to do that? Anybody? What's it take to do that? It takes a little work. It takes preparation, work, and Barbara, it takes people. It takes people. We want to see kids doing stuff at Concord. Do you know what we're going to have to have? Is folks doing it, right? And so when you see folks here at Vacation Bible School with a whole gaggle of kids up front, we get them downstairs, it takes folks doing it. Thank you so much. If you helped in Vacation Bible School last year, thank you. Uh, Carla and I were talking about that uh, on Friday. We need to have a Vacation Bible School meeting here pretty soon to plan this next year. I'm going to be honest with you. We can't handle many more kids than what we have just because of the adults that we have. We we have to have so many adults. Carla said, I remember a time when we had about 100 kids here at Vacation Bible School. We were running about 40, 45, something like that. She said, I remember we had 100 kids. I said, how was it? She said, it wasn't fun. They like to kill us. I said, exactly. There's only so many kids you can really handle safely in a place, and when you get past that, it's just not safe, and right now, we're about at that, Uh, so if you didn't help out physically at Vacation Bible School last year, we need you, right? Don't say, well, I'm going to wait till he asks. 
I'm asking you now, right? Every one of you, we need your help. There is a place for you to help in Vacation Bible School. And I promise you, we'll be asking some of you. But don't say, oh, I, I was never asked, right? We're adults. We can say, well, I can, I can help. And thank you for helping. It was really successful. The kids really had a good time. Uh, there's some of our folks right there on our, what do you call that, our intro night for Vacation Bible School. The, the what? The kickoff night where we have the, the block party trailer blow-ups and the um, popcorn and, and whatnot. Uh, again, it takes all hands on deck to do this, and we had a successful year again. Thank you for doing this. Here's more of our kids. And if you haven't been to a vacation Bible school where the kids take up the first four or five rows, especially this first row right here, I'm not going to lie to you. It's pandemonium. Have you ever had about 14 cats and then tried to get them in one place? This is worse. It's worse. Uh, but the adults do a really good job, and the kids are a blessing. And by the end of the week when they do their song, you guys all came on Wednesday night and saw that. They do a wonderful job. Thank you for helping. Here's Miss Ina doing our Bible story. Uh, you know, if we didn't have Miss Ina doing the Bible story, she paints these pictures every single year, uh, does a wonderful job with it, utilizes that. Look at Kenny. He's like, I've never heard this before. He's, you know, he's really paying attention. Look at him. It's blowing his mind right there. Uh, the kids really get into this. They're listening. And when they go home, ask them questions. Hey, what would you learn? Uh, what did you learn in Bible school today? Uh, they'll tell you. Here we are downstairs doing our, our archery. We had archery this year. We had basketball, and we had wiffle ball. Uh, they love the wiffle ball this year. I think we're going to do that again next year, uh, this coming year. They had a really good time with that. There is, what's her name? Haley. Haley Cobb. She's um, doing a, a little presentation for our Vacation Bible School. Some of the kids want to talk, and some of them don't. It's kind of like adults. Some of them are, do, and some of them don't. So here's probably the most expensive project uh, on our property this year, our $8,000 basement that we had to dig up and, and, re, and redo downstairs. We had that black mold problem. And because you all chipped in, uh, we had somebody at our house almost every night for a week uh, vacuuming. Tyler, you were there one or two nights. Vacuuming the ceiling. Larry was there. Uh, Tony. Uh, Roy. Several others. That was fun in that Tyvek suit, wasn't it, Roy? Yeah, it was, not, it was a July and a Tyvek suit, a uh, face mask, and rubber gloves. What else, Tyler? Hat, maybe? Yeah, and Tyler went to work at like, I don't know, 2 in the morning or something, and then came over and was vacuuming. And it took, I don't know, like 10 vacuumings to get all that mold out of the basement. Uh, but praise the Lord, there is no more mold in the basement. I would say it's 100% leak-free, but it's not. It's not. Uh, so here's Larry and Tony in looking like, um, I don't know what, factory workers there at the chocolate factory, I guess, uh, doing their work downstairs, you know, in the Tyvek suits and their boots and whatnot. You'll see right about there is where it stopped, where, where their system stopped. Right over here is where it's leaking now. So... We'll have to address that at some time. But it only leaks when it's like a huge, huge rain. So it fixed all the way through here, all the way through here, and then around the garage, all the way to the thing. Corey? Yeah, it leaked. And let me tell you, the smell is offensive when it, when it leaks. 
So just so you know, when only, only when it happens a couple times, it's not that, you know, it's not like we're going to move out tomorrow, but it's, it's still not fixed, but we don't have the black mold anymore. And this part works. It's just where it stopped. The rain said, hey, we'll find a way in. So what we probably need to do is start here, go to the corner, and then go to the other side, you know, at some point. So, but praise the Lord, that was fixed. That black mold was terrible. I didn't include the picture that I took of stuff that had the black mold on it, just because it's, I didn't want to gross you out. Here's some more ministry at Concord, the Red Book Ministry. You guys were encouraged all year long. In fact, Ina called me a name a couple weeks ago. What was that? She didn't call me a sheepdog. She called me a... On her heel. She, she called me, you like a sheepdog except a bulldog or something like that. She said, you're on us all the time. You guys did really good this year of taking a piece of material like this and then utilizing it. Uh, so we're going to go a little bit more this year as well. Uh, so something like this is a really good tool to leave with somebody and then also have something to look at to say, hey, let me show you something. Let me show you uh, how you might come to know Christ. Are you here? Are you here? Uh, and somebody can have a good illustration for that. Here's some more ministry at Concord. We're utilizing our gym downstairs. Anytime you want to use the gym, there's only one obstacle about using the gym. You're welcome to use the gym at any time. Carla is the obstacle. You need to go to Carla and say, Carla, we need to reserve the gym. That's it. That's the only obstacle there is, right? Reserve that. Guys, we want you to use the, use the facilities, right? If we had something happen in here at Concord Church at 285 Concord Church Road, Every single day of the week, praise Jesus. I live right here. I can unlock the church. Carla would be glad to come up. We've got some other folks that would be glad to do that. Let us know. We can utilize the facilities. And I don't remember why I put that one in. Oh, uh, we had our candle lighting service that night. And it gives me a chance at night to just kind of wear whatever I want. Usually something goofy. And that t-shirt with the candy cane suspenders just look fun. Might donate those to Dave. He might wear those. I don't know. Some more men. She said no. So in code, that means yes. Christy wants me to keep them. Never mind. She thinks I look. Look at that. Who would want to come home to that right there? I'm just throwing it out there. Here's some more ministry at Concord. Actually, this one was down at. What's your address, Dave? One. Three ninety-eight. 398 Concord Drive, there's Brandon getting baptized on a downward slope in a trough, a horse trough. So if you were there, you, you witnessed that. Brother Bill and Linda came out. Linda, was Linda there? Yeah, Linda was there. So Brother Bill had the honor of uh, helping me baptize Brandon. That was really fun. Uh, if, if you're here today and you haven't been baptized, and you say, I just, I'd rather do it like Brandon did. I want to do it at my home. I got a pond. I've got, you know, whatever. Who cares, right? Well, well, that was special for him. Here's Kinley. One thing that was special for Kinley is that she had her daddy up there helping. Isn't that awesome? That we can participate like that. There's Tayton. Uh, I didn't have any pictures of Tayton's baptism, so I texted his mom and I said, hey, can you send me some pictures of Tayton's baptism? And guess what she did for the next five minutes? Blew up my phone, right? I, I'm sorry, can you send me two pictures? I, sh I should have been specific with it, right? But she blew it up, and, and we got some really good pictures of him in the, up there, and then down here, and then over there, and then over here, and then back here. 
Uh, so that was really fun. Of course, any mama would be proud of their, their son. And so uh, Peyton, whenever he doesn't come in the morning, he'll text me that morning and say, hey, I've got, so today he had um, some cousins in that are visiting. I just want to let you know, you know. So praise the Lord for him. This was last week. Wasn't that fun last week? Uh, I love that Avery just kind of like jumped right up there. She's like, oh, there's an open spot right here, right? I'll sit right here. And then there's Mason. Look at Mason over there. He's just like, whatever, dude. Right? <laughs> so that, you never know what they're going to say, Corey. That was fun. They did a good job. You just never know what's going to happen, right? And so you're like, yeah, you're like, I hope that they don't embarrass you all or me, you know, or, but they, they really did good. They had, they had a good time. And, whoops, look at these right here. They're like, I don't know if I'm supposed to, like, look out there or look this way. So they're all uncomfortable for 20 minutes doing this business. So that was really fun. Uh, so here's us ministering to our community. We go and do our Freedom Fest every single year. And we have different shifts because it's hot and nobody wants to sit out there for, you know, eight hours, you know, giving out water or whatever. So thank you so much for helping with that. We did popcorn. We had water. We had good news books. I had people coming up saying, hey, where's the root beer? I do my homemade root beer, so I'll, I won't make that mistake again. They were coming up over and over looking for it, so I'll have that for next year. We also did archery out there. We didn't have as many kids as I thought we'd have. We had six or eight kids, Corey, something like that, so, but we had fun. And um, there's Pastor Troy Oakley, not Oakley, Doster right there. Um, he had the biggest time, I think. Here we are out there at the Eclipse Evangelism event. You guys really went above and beyond on this one. That was a little bit, was, were you all a little, a little disappointed like I was? Just wasn't a whole lot of folks, right? We, we geared up. You all were ready to go. I mean, we were ready to pass out red books. We go out here, and the folks just weren't there. It wasn't our fault. You guys did a really good job, um, but the folks just didn't come out. Here's me with this guy right here. Well, why is Toby with a clown? Uh, I was giving out some books, and he comes up and he said, hey, I know that book. He said, I was a missionary in whatever country, and we use that book to lead people to Christ in whatever language it was. So I said, hey, can I get a picture with you real quick? And he was using a clown ministry to get the kids to come up and talk and then share Jesus, him and his wife. And I, was a couple other people, Barbara, doing it? Some different folks, okay. You can't see it here. On my laptop, you can see it as plain as day. But right here, there is a cross from the light. I don't know if it's the light from the camera or if it just from the light of the eclipse. But this is the eclipse. And right, you can see a little bit of it right here. But on my laptop, you can see it plain as day. It, Carla had that picture, I think. It is awesome. If you want it, I can email it to you. I can get it to you. But it looks really cool right there. We got another pallet of red books. We're on our fourth pallet of red books to hand out to our community. Guys, we're about halfway done. So we're really going to kick it into gear this year and try to knock out our county with the red books this year. There's Delaney on my shoulders at the uh, Walk for Life event. I said, hey, do you want to get up to where you can see? And she did. She had a big time until she realized that it was my shoulders that she had gotten on. And then she wanted off quick. So she's, she, I'm looking, right now I'm looking like, hey, she doesn't realize it, right? But uh, she didn't make it very far. She was like, wait a minute, you're not my dad. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting off. So that was fun. Uh, there we are with Miss Allie. 
Did she win the whole kit and caboodle? She won one of them. The most, oh, the most rash-inducing sweater is what she, is what she won. And her prize was um, like the, the Dollar Tree version of Gold Bond medicated powder. Um, so she had fun with that. We were ministering to one another in this picture. Yeah, <laughs> ministering to one another through the kids going to the, what was it? Um, like the Fall Harvest Festival in Hoptown or wherever it was. Jonathan Creek, that's right. So they had a really good time with that. Um, there is, uh, I see Avery and Miss Margaret, Kelsey, I see Corey and Amber and a few others on the, whatever that is, uh, hayride. My words aren't working. Those aren't guitars, those are laser guns, the <laughs> laser tag. Um, Tyler, I didn't put the picture up, I should have, but he beat everybody like it was his job. Like he was a kid. There's a score up there, the picture of a score. Tyler and his team got like 40,000 billion points, and the other team got like seven. And yeah, he's walking around like, I killed them kids, you know. They ain't got nothing on me. I'll, t- I'll take them kids out, right? I should have put that picture up there. And then Tyler, like, going, you know. All right. And there's our resident gangster, um, Amy. Wiki, wiki what? Where is Amy? Is she, oh, there she is, right? She turned her hat, hat sideways and she gave the gang. I said, hey, no gang symbols, but she did anyway. So there she is having fun at uh, the music barn, I think. There is uh, Scott and Avery. You all remember that? That was, that was a lot of fun. Avery just got up there and started singing with Papa. What did she sing, Carla? Jesus loves me? This led a lot of mine. That's right. She, they had a fun singing that. There is our youth at youth camp, so thank you so much. Whenever we come and do our, our um, Wednesday night meals, and you put whatever into the bucket and, and eat the spaghetti or the tacos or whatever it is, it enables our kids to go to this, this camp. You see them here playing Jenga and having a good time. Uh, here is uh, Barbara's trip to New Mexico, right, Barbara? And I didn't put but just one picture in, but Barbara went with the team, and she headed up the Vacation Bible School um, portion of that. And uh, you're planning on going back again, aren't you? Plan to, yeah. Even though you came back last year with cooties and sand fleas and dried out nostrils, and it was it was rough. I mean, uh, but when you when you love the Lord and you you go on a mission trip like that, you're gonna sleep in uncomfortable places. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be cold. Uh, that sort of thing. There's Tyler with a couple of his backpacks. I don't remember how many we did for the. Uh, for the backpacks, I think, what did we do? We did 12 of those total. And what a blessing that was. Thank you for your Sunday school classes getting together and putting those together. I know they weren't cheap. Thank you for going out and spending the time and getting good quality things for these kids and using really nice backpacks. And Christy's having a big time in the background about something. I don't know. Apparently he said something hilarious. All right, there we are helping, ministering to our nation with our, our church plant up in Cincinnati. Uh, we built that, or we did, they did, uh, Roy and uh, Linda and um, several others built the playhouse for Brandon and his family. Here we are at Mardi Gras last year, Tyler and I are in the background right there, and that's during the day when it's, people are kind of nice and it's a little safe, and so this year Tyler and I and Bill are going, Bill, Brother Bill's coming with us. And uh, maybe Barry, 
Christy's brother. Maybe he's thinking about it. So praise the Lord. So you all be praying for us. We're going the first part of um, February. Here we are ministering to our nation by receiving training. We went to, I think this one was at Paducah. Anytime you need any kind of training for anything, uh, Christian-wise, let me know. It's either super cheap or free. And there's plenty of training for you for uh, music, for evangelism, for discipleship, for Sunday school teaching, um, whatever it is. We'd be glad to get you that training. And this is one way that we can try to encourage um, you guys so we can go out and minister to the nations. And you also enabled me to be able to teach at that. And so here's me. I told him I wanted to take a picture for the Twitter. And uh, you see the one guy right there waving like a big time. And there's always a couple guys who aren't very happy about me doing that. But uh, as a group, they, as a group, they were, they were really nice and, and stuff. And so we had a good time learning about discipleship. Um, and I, did, I was able to do that in, I think, Hopkinsville and Paducah. And finally, ministering to our nation, Bill and I do a podcast. I don't know if you all know this, but we do a podcast like a couple times a month on evangelism and discipleship. If you want to know how to access that later on, let me know, and I'll be glad to give you that link. Uh, but it's about 20 or 25 minutes long, and he and I just talk things that help the, the local church. And so we've got a few people that subscribe and listen to that, and he really likes it. He has a big time doing it. In fact, when I do it without him, he gets jealous and so lets me know. And so I have to, you know, go back and, and help him and, 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 uh, and spend time with Bill as to not arouse his jealousy. So here's, here's what we're looking for for 2018. We're going to continue work on saturating our county with the good news. I'm, and we're praying that we can finish this year. There are other churches that are helping. So we still have some strips on the outside bulletin board that you can grab and hit. We might wait for it to warm up just a tad, but probably next weekend I'm going to start again. We, we took off for the holidays and things like that, but we're going to get going again with that. Our third trip to New Orleans in February, we're looking forward to that. Continued work on the facilities. We can't let things go here. Guys, we have a really nice facility. Uh, Keith and I were talking this year. We'd, I'd like to get that wallpaper ripped down in that bathroom back here uh, and paint that. We probably need to paint the foyer and the, the stairs going down to the Sunday school room. Um, and just things like the projector. We need to keep, keep the facility up. If we let it go for a few years, it's going to be super expensive. And be proactive. When we make a mess, clean it up. Right? Don't let it sit there. Pick it up. If you see something on the ground, pick it up. Uh, if you see something that needs fixing, let somebody know. Okay? New church planting opportunities. Brother Steve Rutherford over at New Salem is getting a team together. And we're going to go to Indianapolis and to see about maybe partnering with a church in Indianapolis. So we'll be looking forward to that. We're, we're going to look at a continued shift in our ministry mindset, working with what the opportunities that God gives us. we got things that we can keep doing that are really good to do. And there are things that we need to realize that we're, it's not 1984 anymore, right? It's not 1973 anymore. And even though those things were fun in 1984, those things were fun and we enjoyed them in 1973, we just can't do those things. And we need to remember, okay, here we are today in 2017, 2018, to say, Lord, what have you given us and what's the makeup of our church now and how can we minister to one another with what we have? And then be glad of that and give God all the glory with that. 
And finally, to focus on being a lead church within the Little Bethel Association, missionally, evangelistically, and through missions giving. Guys, we are not the biggest church in Little Bethel by far. We're probably at the middle or close to, you know, the bottom end of the, of the middle. But you know what? When I was looking at the numbers, there's nobody beating us with a church this size with our missions giving. Guys, they should be beating us, but they're not. You guys are an extremely generous church, and I thank you for that. Our total missions giving was about 20% of our, of our offering. 20% total missions giving. That's amazing. Now, we're talking a given to association, a Southern Baptist giving, giving uh, with all, this, all these other things that we give. It, it, it totals up to be about 20%. Not only do we do that, but we're taking the lead evangelistically in our association. Other churches are following us. And when we have that leadership op- uh, abilities, we need to lead out. Just like churches who are large, they need to be taking that opportunity to help the smaller churches. We have abilities in our church that we need to be take, taking in our association and saying we're not the biggest, we're not, we don't have the most money, we don't have the most people, our facilities aren't the largest but we're doing really good at X, Y, and Z. And we want to invite you to come and join us with what God's blessed us with, that we may be uh, be able to teach folks and also encourage folks who need encouragement. I want to thank you guys for all that you've done in 2017. You guys did a really good job for the Lord. And I want to encourage you, like uh, Amanda encouraged us in Sunday school today, to take stock of your spiritual walk with Jesus. And to say, where am I right now? And what things can I improve on? Am I stuck in this spot that I need to, need to pray about? Lord, how can you help me get out of this? Is there some, some things that I'm harboring that I need to say, Lord, I need forgiveness in my life. Or I need to offer forgiveness in order for me to go past whatever it is. And you know whatever you need in your life. But I want to encourage you to take a week or so and to say, okay, God, what do I need to do? to be able to be more effective for you. You'll also see in the bulletin, I noticed this, uh, I mentioned this a while ago, that on the insert, um, I want to encourage you to read the Bible every day, to go through the Bible. This is about four chapters a day. And if you want to follow along in the bulletin, uh, that's fine. I'll have it on Facebook, and Carla will update that all throughout the year. But it's just four chapters a day. If you don't have a quiet time, this is a really good opportunity to start that. But if you do, you might say, let me supplement this a little bit. And follow along, read the Bible through, uh, and do so prayerfully. And don't quit when you get to Leviticus and Deuteronomy or Numbers or Amos or whatever. Uh, you know, soldier on through and say, okay, Lord, what are you showing me through these verses? I want to encourage you today, before we do our time of Lord's Supper, to ask you this. I'd be remiss if I didn't, didn't say, if you're here today and you don't know the Lord is your Savior. I'm looking around, I don't see any guests or visitors. I see all our regular folks are here. If you've just been faking it, right? You're a church member. You're a Christian in name only. You know you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're thinking you're going to get to heaven on your good merits. The Bible says that none of us are good. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We need to repent of our sin and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. The Holy Spirit comes in our lives. He changes us dramatically. And we want to live for him. We want to share our faith, want to read, want to do all these things. He changes us. If this is you during this time of invitation, won't you come and say, Toby, last day of the year, I can't do it anymore. 
I need to come to Jesus and ask him to forgive me of my sins that I might trust in him. Uh, why don't we have the musicians play? They'll do our, um, our invitation hymn, and then we'll enter our, into our time of, of Lord's Supper. Father, we love you. We're so thankful for the opportunities you've given us in 2017. We look forward to serving you in 2018. Father, I pray that you would give us opportunities to share your uh, love and your forgiveness with other folks. We pray, Father, that we would take stock of our own spiritual walk with you, see where we need to um, maybe tweak or, or do something different. Father, I pray that we would fall in love with you more and more each day. We thank you for this time of remembrance, and we pray that as we enter into a time of remembrance with the Lord's Supper, that you might make our hearts ready and receptive to remember what you've done on the cross through the breaking of your body and the shedding of your blood. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to ask that Roy and Larry come up and join me, and I'll be reading out of Mark. Chapter 14. And then we'll go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. So I'll read Mark chapter 14, starting in verse 22. When I finish reading this, we'll pass out the, the bread, and then I'll ask Roy if he'll offer um, a prayer for that. Then I'll read, a, I'll read a little bit of Corinthians, and we'll take the bread. And then we'll pass out the cup, and I'll ask Larry to pray, and then I'll finish reading out of 1 Corinthians, and then we'll, we'll dismiss. Sound like a plan? All right. Mark chapter 14, starting in verse 12. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, when they had killed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, where do you want us to go? And prepare that you may eat the Passover. And he sent out two disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him. Wherever he goes in, say to the master of the house, The teacher says, Where is the guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? I'm going to stop right there, and I'll pick up with verse 22. But are we listening to the Lord when he tells us something? He told these two guys to do something that they were like, wait a minute, really? We're supposed to go to certain people and ask and tell them a certain thing? God might be telling you a certain something. Are we faithful to listen and do what he's saying? In verse 22 he says, As they were eating, Jesus took bread and 
blessed and broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. Assuredly, I say to you, I will no longer drink of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. Let's pass out the, the bread, and then we'll look at, we'll, Roy will pray, and then we'll look at 1 Corinthians.
Amen. And 1 Corinthians 11.23 says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Father, as we close today, we, we are so thankful for the breaking of your son's body and the shedding of his blood for forgiveness of our sins. We pray, Father, that we may forgive others as well. Father, we pray that we might be thankful for the new heart that you've given us. Father, I pray that we may look forward to a new year of service to you, that we may um, look back at the end of 2018 of all the wonderful things that you allowed us to do here on the property, in our town, in our county, our state, and all throughout the world. Father, we pray that we might be obedient to your call on our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're dismissed.